beautiful people. You are listening to Wildfire and Flowers with your co-hosts, Vanessa DeMello and Paola Diku, where we explore the delicious topics of conscious living, self-love, and divine embodiment. We are two souls bringing you along on our journey of spirituality and empowerment. So grab your tea, take a mindful breath, and let's flow into the frequency. Hello, Wildfire and Flowers fam. Today is episode number seven. We have made it. We have made it. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Seven days of the week. Like, this is number seven. We've made it. You've made it. We're all here. And we're so grateful that you're still tuning in, that you're listening to us because we wouldn't be here. Yeah. And thank you so much for all the support on liking our posts on our Instagram. If you don't mm-hmm. follow it at wildfire.and.flowers. We really appreciate all the love we've been getting and all the DMs and things like that. It's been super, super motivating. So thank you. Thank you. And as always, we always want to talk about topics that are that are relevant, that are present. And it's not just for what's going on in the world, but even for V and I. What's going on in our lives at this moment, right? What can we share from all of our learned experiences? And today, we want to talk about boundaries. Bound. Bound. Boundaries. Boundaries. (laughs) The art of setting loving boundaries and most importantly, maintaining them. You know, the thing with boundaries is that as important as it is to maintain them, they also do change over time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super important to note as well. And mm-hmm. we want to bring this up, as Paula mentioned, you know, we bring up what's relevant to us, what's what's going on in the world, but we feel that it may really align with something going on in your life. And with all the news that you may be hearing and with certain things that may be going on in your personal lives, whatever it may be, it's always a nice time to reevaluate the boundaries that you set with yourself, that you set with others and ensure that it's done intentionally and with love. So that's what the tea is all about today. That's it. And You know, exactly. The whole point of boundaries is to protect yourself, right? It's to maintain your sense of safety. So would you say it's like an ego defense mechanism in a way? Hmm. I never thought about it that way. Yeah, because anything pertaining to safety, I usually see that as the ego is – because the ego is there to protect you, right? So mm-hmm. anything that you do is something that protects the ego. So that may come off as with usually you see someone has a big ego, they're like a bully or they're super cocky or whatever, but that's also like a a, a defense mechanism to protect themselves and their vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So somebody setting a boundary, it could be that same way, you know? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. So I suppose it is, are you asking like how can you differentiate between like a loving boundary and a boundary where you're also pushing somebody away? Yes, because it can come out twofold and it come out in different ways. So you can either be coming out aggressive Mm -hmm. and then the idea of setting a loving boundary, that is something that is not the easiest route, I guess, um, depending on what type of emotion or what type of way you're feeling, right? Mm 
mm-hmm. it's easier to watch out and then, you know, all those icky, non-so-pleasant emotions can come out. But how do we really sit with that and set a boundary with ourselves, with someone else in a kind way? Yeah. How do you set a boundary in a kind way? It requires a lot of knowing and understanding your needs and your wants and being very honest with yourself about those. Because the thing is, is that people on the outside, and it could be friends, it could be family, which makes it sometimes even harder, right? It's like you set a boundary and people on the outside might not always love the boundary you're setting, but it's actually what you need for yourself. So let's say, you know, you want to set a loving boundary with your mom. Now, obviously, that might seem as a more difficult thing to do because you're your parent. And although you love each other, you might have realized, I can't spend as much time with this person. I need to set a loving boundary where, you know, like you schedule dates. And the mom on the other side, now, you know, it depends on what your relationship is like, but maybe she'll look at it as she'll get offended. You know, she can take that the wrong way of like, oh, you don't want to see me as often, et cetera, et cetera. And something, you know, that's actually just safeguarding your own, you know, your own sanity and your own, you know, health and well-being all of a sudden is taken from the outside as something that's meant to like push someone away. And that was never actually the intention. So it's really difficult to um, be so compassionate with somebody else's feelings and then your own feelings and taking everything into account. But as much as you can mull things over and think it through and do things in the best way that you believe is possible, something might be taken out of context. And, you know, as long as you communicate it with a sense that, hey, I'm saying this in a space of love, I'm saying this because I love you, I'm doing this for us, but you know, you're doing it for yourself. Um, that's the key here because if you are constantly doing things for other people, then you are just people pleasing. And that Mm -hmm. is something that you need to deal with your boundaries too. And I'm speaking that again from, um, my own experience because there have been times where I'm like getting annoyed at other people, um, for, you know, disrespecting something with me, but how would they know if I never really stated the boundary and continue to allow that behavior? So I kind of had to check myself and be like, hey, you know, it's okay to say no. I am not tolerating this. I'm coming from a space of love. And then if they, again, choose to disrespect that boundary, then that is on them and you continue to maintain and be strong in yours with a sense of love. Hmm. I actually found this tweet and I'd like to share it and I think it's very relevant to this conversation and it reads as follows. As an adult, it's your responsibility to learn about healthy relationships, especially if you have never been around them. It's important to learn healthy communication, boundaries, and skills to maintain healthy relationships like take that in because at times I think we make excuses for ourselves and say, I'm like this because I was raised this way. I'm like this because my dad is like this. So that's, it is what it is. I grew up in this kind of community. So everyone's like that. So that's who I am. Great. Know thyself. But that can also be an excuse rather than advocating for your own personal growth, right? And I think a lot can be spoken to in that with uh, healing your inner child, right? 
Yeah, for sure. I have a thought of, with regards to even what you just read, though, and it's even in regards to healthy relationships. Because if you have spent your entire life being around toxic relationships that have passed as healthy and you believe that that was the norm, then how do you know what is a healthy relationship, you know? Damn. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. What you know is what you know. So how would you know beyond that? If you choose to expand your horizons and sometimes that can be its own. If you're used to a certain type of relationship, doesn't matter what type, uh, then you're going to continue to seek that out in others. And that might not be what's best for you, but it may be best for me. But at the same time, how do you define healthy? Is healthy mm -hmm. even a universal term for certain things like this? Like what's healthy for you in a relationship or setting a boundary might be different for me. Right. Like, is there an arbitrariness to healthy? Hmm. I don't even know. <laughs> Did we stump ourselves? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm thinking like what is healthy? I think even I'm on a journey of learning of maintaining healthy relationships around me, right? And then I think a big part of it is when you notice no one is perfect, but I think that if you're someone that is doing, putting effort into, you know, mindfulness and conscious living, yet you're around someone that I would say is constantly overstepping, you know, I think that your body actually tells, has all the signs if you listen to mm -hmm. it. I think that if you feel tenseness, if you start to feel pain and rigidity, I think that's even a response to what's going on around you. So I think that in itself is already a, are you really around like people that are healthy for you? Mm -hmm. You know, the thing is just in that example, now something that I would do when I'm learning to change this behavior is I would make an excuse for that person's behavior and be like, but they're not aware. It's not their fault. Yeah. And then I'd stick around and continue to not feel good in that situation or feel like my quote unquote best self or feel healthy. And that's something that I personally need to work with in regards to boundaries because then I'm just making excuses for other people's behavior. That doesn't serve anyone well. That's it. But that's great awareness. And as we talked about in our last episode, we all have that responsibility of mindfulness, right? You can show, like, shine a light on for that person, mm -hmm. you know, to bring to light something that maybe they could learn, but certain people aren't there or they don't want to learn that lesson. And you can't really force someone to be where they're not. You just kind of have to decide of, do I want to continue? Yeah. Do I still want to be with this person, whether it's like my friend or a partner? You always tell me that. So thank you. I feel that would really resonate with a lot of people. So yeah. hella resonates with me. So yeah. <laughs> because it's true. When you don't set that boundary with yourself, it's going to be really hard to set it with other people. But when you do set that boundary, a loving one especially, your true characteristic shows and you can really notice things within yourself. So if you're saying, no, this does not align with me, like, hey, that doesn't align with me. That's not who I am. And that's great. So mm -hmm. you kind of, there's a lot of self-discovery in setting a boundary. And it's also true that at one point, a boundary may need to be set 
But at another time, it may shift. And, you know, hey, I might want to delve into that again or, you know, I'm okay with that now. And I think as long as you're communicating that with whoever it needs to be communicated and with love and intentionality and compassion, then that's okay. Yeah. Um, What are your thoughts on looking back and noticing a time when you did not set a boundary and you, I don't know, you don't feel the best about it. You're like, oh, I should have done that. Like, what's your, I guess, remedy, self-remedy for that? I would say looking back of a time when I didn't, you know, set a boundary and wished I did, I would say it's just being around a lot of judgment and toxicity, you know, like, um, and I don't want to, like, I don't want to be calling anyone out, right? But it's like the people that I was with, I find that there was just so much judgment in terms of uh, constantly like others. And I don't know, just a lot of always looking on the darker side of things, you know, of like, which I think as humans, like, we do have that tendency, but I do think, you know, we can with, um, I think it's exercising and, you know, finding our own way to the light that's yeah. still there. But I would say it it was just I didn't really set that loving boundary where I realized I also then soaked up that toxicity and was also starting to become, like, very judgmental mm. of others. And I would say that that really started to change, I think, out of a place for me of just exercising self-love towards myself. I think that whole idea of like what I see in me, I see in others and like sometimes spot it, you mm-hmm. got it. Where do I see this inside of me? And can I essentially work on myself? Because I think by working on myself, I've also just grown to be a lot kinder and not want to be around people who are constantly exercising judgment or toxicity. Right? That was That became my boundaries. And to be honest, I don't energetically attract people like that anymore like I can say that everyone in my life is really lovely oh that's so nice (laughs) yeah thank you for sharing Mm -hmm. my story with boundaries the one example that is really coming up to mind that kind of is an overview of my life and perspective with that is as you mentioned judgment and toxicity Mm -hmm. but just the the word judgment I'm going to use that in this case where I grew up around a lot of people who were just very judgy and openly Mm -hmm. spoke about that judgment and criticism towards other people Mm -hmm. and I grew up with that and then I started becoming judgmental and would critique my own self before someone else would judge me. So I was my own harshest critic and I was very judgmental and mean to myself, honestly, because I knew someone else was thinking it. So I'd rather think it first. So that was my like defense mechanism and form of safety. And then as I grow grow older, as I grew older, I learned that I don't want to be that person. No. So I set a very intense boundary of, I'm not going to be judgmental. I'm going to accept everything about myself, about everyone else, and just be super loving and kumbaya. And then I started accepting and tolerating behavioral behavior that was really not healthy. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, why is this why is this behavior, you know, not sitting well with me? Why am I allowing this person to talk to me that way? And I just laugh it off and I'm like, oh, but they grew up like this and that's how they are then I was not setting any boundary with my own self. 
So then I had to find that middle ground and say, you know, I can accept you as who you are and not judge you for who you are, but I can also set a loving boundary and say, that's where I'm placing the line and I'm not going to associate further than that. I'm not going to allow you to speak to me that way. I'm not going to allow myself to just accept all these things about you. You know, great, that's who you are, but I have to also set that for my own self. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a big one for me because otherwise I was just totally accepting everyone for who they I mean, yeah, accept people for who they are, sorry. But you can, as a person, set your own personal boundaries mm-hmm. for yourself because otherwise then you're just blaming other people. Like, you're st- overstepping the boundaries. But I can't make that um, make that claim if I haven't set the boundary, mm-hmm. right? But if I have set the boundary and there was a time very recently where I set the boundary and then that person overstepped, then I can say, okay, no, thank you, goodbye, mm-hmm. without an explanation, because it was not cool what that no. what happened. And I think I still did it out of love. God bless him, but uh, it is what it is. Setting and maintaining your boundary, it can be a courageous act, because it does require us to step up for ourselves. And our own highest good. So the question is, is what advice can we give to everybody that's listening to step into that courage? How do you channel that courage? I would advise lovely listeners, take a moment and think about something that's really prominent in your your life. What's the first thing that's really pissing you off? (laughs) If there is nothing, I love that for you. Iconic, amazing. But I mean, we're human and something might come up (laughs) and that's okay. So think about Mm -hmm. that and just take a moment to yourself because I don't know all the answers. Paula doesn't know all the answers and nobody knows you better than you. Mm -hmm. So just take a moment to really think into the situation and think, am I allowing something to happen? Is there something that I can do to communicate I'm not allowing this? Is there something that I can say with love to that person? Do I need to take a moment to release some anger and frustration before I think of an actual solution? Take your time with this in setting a boundary because that's part of the journey of things. Whatever that situation is, whatever you need to do for your own self, do what you got to do because that's the only way you'll get the answer. I think really sitting with that question, what do I need to do in this situation? We're always looking and trying to find that answer. We never sit with the issue, with the problem, quote unquote problem. So take a moment and sit with that problem. See how you feel really about it. And then think about what you want to do about it after, after the fact. It's great to be solution oriented. Love it. But take a moment to sit with the problem too. Before I used to go and immediately talk to a friend or partner or whatever about the situation, my mom, but nobody's going to know what to do more than me. And getting advice is super great. Like your loved ones are going to have your back. But I think at the end of the day, you are going to be, you know, spot it, you got it kind of thing. You're Mm -hmm. seeking the answer that you already know that other person's going to give you. That's it. I think that's honestly the best advice. Like, that's what we should do because you do know the answers. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's, I mean, that's even part of what we're trying to get you to exercise. The more and more you listen to this podcast, right? We're constantly going back to the self, to the self, to the self. Like, you know what's best. It's important to have guides. It's important to open your mind by listening to others. But at the end of the day, what feels truest for you and in your body? Mm -hmm. I think also making sure you're coming from that space of love. That's what the main thing is because if you're coming from a space of aggression and anger, sadness, hurt, frustration, and you're trying to set that boundary, great, but you can channel that into a way that you're still speaking with love rather than speaking out of these intense emotions because then you're speaking from your emotions. You're not speaking in a like to that person. You're speaking from mm-hmm. a sense of like anger, frustration, sadness. And great, if you want them to feel that anger, frustration, sadness, that's its own agenda. Then you're on a different track there. That's okay too. It's very human. But the main thing is what message are you trying to get across? And how do you want to feel about it after? Like what is your end goal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Boundaries. boundaries can be they can be tricky they honestly i swear like everything else in life they just require you to sit take a moment and think about it no really seriously right it's like a lot of times it's because even when you're setting boundaries it's the intentions that you set them with right like are you setting loving boundaries and like v said are you setting them out of anger out of fear out of sadness like you know all emotions are valid emotions but what's the what's the end goal here and i mean we're always everything that we're always talking about goes back to self-love, right? Like that's what we're trying to, that's what we're trying to do here, people, you know, like spread a little love, talk about a little love, like love for people. Yes. But um, And love for yourself because that's what the boundary is. That's the main purpose. We can't set it for you. Yeah. I will offer. I will <laughs> offer to our audience. <laughs> I will lovingly offer. To anyone that's listening, that both V and I are coaches. Um, and as we are still, we're still learning from our own mentors and our own coaches, but feel free at any point to reach out to either of us because we would love to help you set those loving boundaries. Mm-hmm. Anytime. We got you. <laughs> Shoot us a DM on that Instagram. Send us an email. Yep. Hello at wildfireandflowers.com. That's where you can email us. <laughs> Honestly, I thought I was going to be super um, – have a little mm-hmm. bit of that aggression for this episode because I'm very passionate about that this topic and it's very yeah. prevalent in my life. Uh, but I'm feeling hella gig- giggly. And I kind of love that for me. So (laughs) I love that for you too. We're also showing up as like (laughs) roaring 20s embodiment flapper women. Very iconic. Roaring vibes. Roaring boundaries. Roaring boundaries. (laughs) Okay, we're getting silly. Let's close this thing up. (laughs) (laughs) We love you. We care about you. 
set those loving boundaries. Always do it for you, baby. That's what it is. Thank you so much for listening and hope you enjoyed this awesome episode on setting those beautiful boundaries. Boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) And we will see you very soon.